There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Good morning. Good morning to you. Are we the first people that you've spoken to all day? Uh, on the phone, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got people that live I in dropped, your house? I dropped my daughter off at school and I, I just pulled up to Chick-fil-A. All right. Oh, they got great breakfast. Are you getting the little sandwiches or what are you getting? What are we having? I like the breakfast bowl. Yep. The bre- I don't know the if chicken. I can have the breakfast bowl. I What's in it? Oh, it's good. It's chicken and egg and the hash browns and cheese. It's oh, in a bowl. That Ooh. sounds really great. That is pretty good. Yeah. It is good. I never get over there early enough. Yeah. <laughs> I always here. just get the little well at the airport. They got the Chick fil A at the airport. I never. It's true. Next time I'll have to check that out. We can out. see one from our window at Chick-fil-A no. here in no. Oakley. Yeah. All right. Well, that sounds good. Yeah. If anybody over there is listening, you can send one over. <laughs> Feel free. Don't. You know. Just pop by. <laughs> Feel free to pop Any old time. <laughs> How'd you like well, to if win? If I win $1,000, I'll buy us all breakfast. There oh, you go. You're a good person. Yes, ma'am. We will hold you to that. <laughs> like the way you think. <laughs> All right, let's try to win you $1,000. I'm opening up an envelope right now, and inside this envelope is a letter of the alphabet. It is... Ooh. Ooh. He's excited. Yeah, this could be interesting. Okay. Karen, you have the letter C. C. As in cookie. I get a feeling there's a bonus. Is there a bonus? But if you don't love the letter C... You could go with the letter K for Ooh, Karen. Oh, C or Karen. So, you know, Kathy or Kathy. Oh, yeah, right. Kathy I think I'll stick with C. Yeah, I would too. Okay. I feel good about C. Now, you can't use the same answer more than once. And the key to winning is to pass as quickly as possible. So if you can't think of it right off the top of your head, just shout out pass and we'll come back to it. You'll answer more questions that way. Okay. All right. Sound easy enough? Yeah. Yeah, 30 right. seconds. 30 <laughs> seconds. Don't repeat you can do it. your answers. So sure. right. The key to winning is to pass quickly. So you got to pass quickly, you got all this, right? Karen, let's you do. Go. You got it. You got all right. it. Okay, here we go with the letter C. Name something you do to impress the boss. Cook. Something green. Uh, pass. Something sweet. Cookies. A medication. Uh, calamine lotion. Something you lick. Uh, pass. A hobby. Oh, shoot. Camping. A snack. Uh, 
Cupcakes. Something you push. Cart. Something wet. Cat. A song. Oh, my gosh. What was the song? Did you say Cruel Cruel Summer? Summer. Yeah. Yeah, Oh, that's a great song. That was wonderful. Yeah. So it's a plan. So something green, she said, is good just at a car. Yeah. Chevrolet. Chevrolet. Yeah, that would work. We always go with the cars. Something you lick. You could lick cabbage. Yeah, cabbage is good. I don't know if I would, but you're good. You could have said cactus. Yeah. Oh, that would hurt. Cats lick cats. Cats lick themselves. They lick other cats. Mm -hmm. I have a cat that licks the dog. Why not? Yep. Uh, What would you say? say? Oh, she said calamine for... Uh, I thought Cipro. Immediately I went to Cipro. Cialis? Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I thought Correctol. Uh, Correctol. <laughs> that works too. What's the blood pressure? Yeah, cortisone would have worked. Cortisone. Yeah, you did no, really like... well. Hey, Karen, do you order on the app when you go to Chick fil A? <laughs> I actually do. Good for you. Yeah, and then I. I... I go through the drive-thru, and it's just a lot easier to pay online order. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank She's God rolling. for you. Yep. Yeah. She no. got the memo, Jeff. Sharon's not, she not slowing the line down. She's not. <laughs> Holding people up with her bowl. Right. All right. Well, enjoy that bowl. Have a great day. Thanks, guys. Yeah, and we'll talk to you easy. next time. All right. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. There she goes. Yep. Yeah, Chick-fil-A sounds good. It does sound good. I'm a fan. They're cooking sleeping Sleepy Bee downstairs. Are they? Yeah, they're making pancakes. Are we getting leftovers? I don't think so. I don't no. know. Jeff, I'll tell you, though, you know that avocado dressing that you and I like at, at Chick-fil-A? Avocado Ranch. Yeah, you know they have that in the bottle. Um, You can get it at Kroger in the produce section. And the so, Chick-fil-A avocado ramp. Yeah, so it's yeah, like it's in a good. bottle versus just being like in a packet. Of, you can just buy it, a bottle of it. Yeah. Um, and so I've been dipping my vegetables in that, and it's Ooh, delicious. Yeah. Just as like its own little dip, man. Oh, yeah. Because it has like a tiny bit of kick to it. Hm. Really good. Yeah, I was talking about how today we're getting our house cleaned. And then I come across the story that says the average home is only completely clean for 11 days of the year. I believe that. And it it's does when not take long. When you're on vacation and your cleaner comes, that's some of it. Yeah, for us, it's going to be 26 days a year because she comes every other week. <laughs> I spent three hours cleaning our bathroom on oh, Saturday. Oh, God, no. I mean, like floorboards, oh, grout cleaning. Why? Like ceiling fan in the bedroom. Because he doesn't want to pay someone to do it. <laughs> You know, I you mean, like saving so money? what would you be willing to pay somebody to do that for for those three hours of your time? Uh, I don't know. I I would have a cleaner come every other week or something like that. Yeah. Maybe a hundred bucks, a couple hours. Yeah. How big is your place? I don't know. 2,000 square feet, maybe ish. Give or take. That doesn't seem like, yeah, I don't think a hundred dollars is enough for 2,000 square feet. No. Well, I, well, I said two hours. That's two hours of work. 50 bucks an hour, I think, is pretty good, don't you? I'm not asking them to clean the grout every time. Just yeah. come clean up. Oh, we have somebody come one time a week. One time a week, I wish. One time a month, and it's my favorite day of the entire month. Because when you walk in, it smells clean. Right. Everything is in its place. Feels like, like you got a new house. It just feels. And you, the, my favorite thing about it is, is that it gives me time, actual time back into my life. 
where I'm not picking up after someone, putting things away, trying to do the dish. You know what I mean? Like, it is just the most glorious little thing. Yeah, yeah the average person considers their, their home to be completely clean only 11 days out of the year. That's not even one day per month. And this is the whole home? Yes. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. People spend an average of six days per year cleaning and sanitizing their homes. It's unclear if that's six actual days or if that's 144 hours, which equates to six days. But either way, it just seems low, though, right? Mm-hmm. When it comes to cleaning, the average person has six items on their to-do list. Vacuuming rugs and carpets, mopping floors, and laundry. The things that we're most likely to overlook include thoroughly cleaning appliances, wiping down countertops, and dusting shelves. Yeah. I did all that. I even cleaned the stove. Like, oh, like the you. oven, God. like the oven pour, the inside. Yeah, we when we hired this woman to come and clean, she was like, Well, when I kick it off, I always do like a really deep clean. So we had her come do that and she pulled the refrigerator out. Oh, I bet you found something. I almost puked. I was like, how are we eating from that thing that has so much dust on it? Because I honestly don't know if we had ever like pulled it out since it had been installed. And I'm kind of sad that I'm admitting that, but we have one of those things. Oh, it happens. But you know how it's like a build in, like it's built into Mm -hmm. like a part of the whatever Cabinets. cabinets. So it's not easy to do, and we just never made time to I do it. I can't believe she did that. Well, when she pulled the picture, she showed me a picture That's of it, amazing. and I almost barfed. I'm not kidding. I was like, wow. I'll tell you what. My best friend was here over the weekend. She came into town with my mom for Jacob's party, and she's one of those. She's like you. It's mm-hmm. like she will look around and see something and be, oh, my God, how do you live like this? Yeah, I got to put that right? away. But she, but she's also very kind and knowing that I just don't have time because I got all this other stuff right but she bless her heart spent probably five hours and did my entire pantry wow pulled everything out went through everything organized my pantry has never looked the way that my pantry looks she just couldn't take it she did the same thing with my refrigerator (laughs) and then all my how are you eating then she went then she went through the drawers and the cupboards in my kitchen she basically redid your whole kitchen my whole kitchen and then you know when she's done she just looks at me and she goes I really do need to come stay with you for like a month yeah. <laughs> and I'm like yes you do As she you realizes know. this is a lost cause though right well she knows she knows she's no me or she, she knows she knows I need her yeah <laughs> she knows that she needs to be my platonic life partner and just move in with me and we just do all of these things together it's so much easier that way we complement each together. other so yeah. well I'm good at the things that she's not and vice versa. We're a perfect pair. I know of a couple of women that are doing that. They're, they have they have committed themselves as platonic life partners. One of them has a daughter. They live together. They're, they're raising this young girl together. That's cool. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Heterosexual life What's, what's standing yes. in the way from this happening? Well, she has a husband. Oh. <laughs> yeah, oh, how happy is she in her marriage? I don't know. I keep asking her that. <laughs> yeah, but it would be nice for her to come like every other month and just organize something. And I'm like, you know, I can make you happy, Sean. Yeah. You know, I can. <laughs> That's great. Well, she's awesome. <laughs> millennial women are now claiming that nerdy guys 
end up being the best husbands. I bet that's true. I don't know. There's different kinds of nerds. Like, I think I'm a nerd about some things, but I, do I qualify as a nerd? Why do you think you're so super cool in other <laughs> areas that that negates the nerdiness and lands you on the cool side of the spectrum? Is that kind of what you're thinking? I, 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 I'm I'm not a good judge. <laughs> do you think maybe they're looking at uh, just a general description of a nerd compared to I mean we all have that like friend a, in our life, like gaming nerd. How do you always, define nerd? That we always have that friend that always dates the bad boy and then can always bitches that they are in a horrible relationship, but then they continually keep choosing the jerk. The same. Mm-hmm. So, like, maybe it's just general, like, don't pick the jerk, pick the nerd. Oh, like the nice guy. You know, they're going to be a better husband. I do think you're a nerd, Jeff. I think you're a nerd. Yeah. But so am I. But not, like, in a, like, a... Not in a smart way. Not, like, in a really bad smart (laughs) way. Not in a Dungeons and Dragons basement kind of way. (laughs) Yes, but when I think about you being a nerd... Like, not in a cool way. (laughs) But when I think about you being a nerd, it's, like, all of your quirks. Yeah. Make you a bit nerdy. Like, like you your know. attention to detail uh, yes. to TV stations from around the world Correct. and their graphics. Your flare graphic pin collection. And, your, yeah. you know, your Sharpie addiction. How clean you have to keep your car. How fixated you are mm-hmm. in your ways. Yeah. I noticed Channel 9 changed the font on their logo there. That's a nerd. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, you know. They're I, nerds. <laughs> I think there's a certain level of awkwardness that comes with nerdiness, too. You have to have. You have to have awkward moments. Oh, I have that. And you do. Yeah. Yeah. So I think you probably. And you two nerd out about, like, you definitely are radio nerds. Yep. Because you two nerd out about some of the dumbest stuff that Jen and I both are just like, whatever. You know what I mean? (laughs) Listening to jingles from 1947. microphone is out. It's an Apex 5. (laughs) (laughs) And Jen and I are like, what? Yeah, good. Yay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yesterday, Jeff sent us a chat. It was like a bunch of pictures of different stuff. And Tim went through the pictures because Jeff was like, does anybody want these pictures? And Tim was like, oh, I want that one from WSAI. And it is a black and white picture. It's the Beatles. From like the 30s or something or whatever. I'm just saying the nerdiest of all the pictures went to Tim. Yeah. I'm here for it. Yeah. I think it's what makes you. When I found that photo, I thought the first person I thought of was Tim Timmerman, man. (laughs) You're, so you're absolutely right because Music, way radio, back in the history, it's all yeah. there. So in the early 1960s, the big station that this is long before Q102 even existed, everybody listened to WSAI. All the old old timers ask any old person. Right. They'll tell you WSAI was the, the station to listen to in the 1960s, mm-hmm. right? And uh, they somehow, they brought, uh, Dusty Rhodes worked at WSAI and they brought the Beatles Mm-hmm. To Cincinnati for a concert. They performed, I think, twice at Crosley Field, which is no longer. Yeah. Yeah. And there's That's a cool. photo of it, and it's got the big WSAI banner on the front of the stage. The Beatles there. I don't and know. It's a piece cool of radio picture. history because yeah. they sponsored, they they were the presenting sponsor, I guess, for the concert. For this new band. For the new band called, called the, the Beatles. Beatles. Well, Fritch, I hope you snagged the one that had the cover picture of all the staff of Q102 and the picture Where with my you, name on it you as your picture. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, picture, I didn't take that name. one. I only I took the one. I I told him that I wanted the one that had 
um, the three of us and then the pictures of everyone else that worked here. It was like, congratulations, Jeff and Jen on best of blah, blah, blah from the Q102 staff. Oh, the City Beat mm. magazine. And it was like 2015 or something nice like one. that. There's one from 2013 and 2015. Yeah, I think. yeah. that's yeah. why I, I was like, well, I've worked with all those people. I know them all. Yeah. So why not? But yeah. then, you know, I'm going to be in the same boat in like 15 years when I'm going to be like, what am I going to do with this? <laughs> Does anybody else want this? Patty didn't want them, huh? No, and I asked her, I've asked her a couple of times. In fact, I even asked her before we moved into this building, like I've got all this, you know, Jeff and Jen <laughs> slash Q102 memorabilia. I don't think there's any art photos. in the bathrooms, are there? In the poopy pants yeah. bathrooms? No, there's just a sign that says, don't flush the toilet, don't flush the paper towel. We can let's put them put right it. above the urinals, like when you go to a bar. And I think that's Caribbean hilarious. Yeah. Yes, let's put them above the urinals. Let's the wait bathroom. till corporate leaves and then we will. <laughs> By the way, Art sent that's us an email spot. and said, Jeff is a bougie nerd. Oh, yeah. I like yeah. that. I like that he a lot. He is bougie. Thank you, Art. Well, TikToker Isabel Brown says that nerdy guys end up becoming the best husbands, and she explains why. They're nerds. You go for the nerd. If he owns a lightsaber, green flag. If he has purchased a wand from the wizarding world of Harry Potter, greenest possible flag. If he has an unhealthy obsession with Ahsoka Tano, you better run to the altar. Bonus points if he's obsessed with Monopoly, because those little underestimated nerd boys grow up to be men who see what's in here. Oh, Jeff, we don't have any of those. I'm not things. into any of those hey, things. Me and, maybe we're not nerds. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe we not are. Not by super her cool. definition, oh, anyway. It's just a different kind of nerd. <laughs> yeah. You do have a lightsaber, didn't Jen give you one? No, no I gave her one. Oh, you one. gave her one. Okay. Yeah, she's, okay. she's the Star Wars fan. That's right. I'm. I maybe I'm the nerd in the room. You'd make a great husband. I guess so. <laughs> Yeah, that's what you need to tell Sean. I know. Well, it's true because I need. You a think wife. you got a good husband now? I know. It's just yeah. Wait a minute. I mean, I know he's rich and all that, but <laughs> he's, he can't make you happy like I, know, I can. But you know what? You can take half. Right. <laughs> you can have half. You can take half and you'll still be in pretty good shape. <laughs> yep. Think of it. You get half of everything from him uh-huh. and then eventually you get half of all of my stuff. Yeah, you can have whatever you want. Ooh. I won't even notice it's missing. I've got so much stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'll share all my clothes. Yeah. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com surgery has an art i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Me out yesterday. The military lost a fighter jet? Yeah. Yeah. Lost it. Lost a fighter jet yep. in the air. After a pilot ejected. 
Yep. I mean, why did the pilot, do we know yet why they just jumped out of the plane? Oh, there's so many unanswered questions yeah. here. Uh, Sunday afternoon, the Marines lost, literally lost, an F-35 stealth fighter jet in South Carolina when the pilot ejected. The pilot, who's fine, parachuted into a North Charleston neighborhood and was taken to the hospital. I shouldn't say he's fine. He's in stable condition. Uh, and they haven't said why the pilot ejected. But for more than 24 hours, they didn't know where this jet was. Because I guess when he ejected, it was in, again, it was in autopilot. Huh. So they they didn't know where the jet was if it was still in the air because it just kept flying. It, cra- it kept it going. Just kept co- if it's an autopilot, it's just going to fly till it runs out of gas right. and runs into the something, right? Yeah, and thank God nobody was killed. Yeah, that's very lucky because who knows what it could have hit. I was getting alerts on my phone saying that the the military was asking they grounded like every jet in the Marines, oh every every Marine jet in the world. Which is not that unusual when they are doing a safety review mm. or something like this happens. I didn't know that either. Uh, but yeah, they they were asking the public for help finding the aircraft. Oh my god! Which I, I guess it makes sense, but it's also absurd. Like, hey, if you happen to see our stealth fighter jet while you're out walking the dog, will you let us know? <laughs> and then yesterday at about 6.30 p.m. as Lester Holt was coming on the air, they announced that they had just found the F-35 in a debris field two hours northeast of Joint Base Charleston. And again, luckily no one on the ground was hurt or killed. They say the mishap is under investigation. Wow. Crazy. Right. And uh, How again, much was that plane worth? $100 million? Didn't yeah, they say I think it was eight, I read eighty million. But eighty yeah. million. Oh my god! I mean, that guy is he going to get the bill for that? Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, something tells me his military career is over. I think so. I think you might be right. Yeah, what happened there? Yeah. So yeah, they're for so like for the next two days. I w- I was reading they they basically shut down opera unless it's a critical mission that's going on right now. They can delay that order. Delay that order, but. For now, like they're branch wide, yeah, doing a major safety review. What if the pilot is having a medical emergency himself? Like, what if he thinks he's having a heart attack or a stroke or something like that is happening? Is what? What are they supposed? I mean, I'm sure they're not supposed to try to land the plane. Well, that's that's part of the. I mean, that goes to the many unanswered questions right now is that's what they're trying to figure out. Was there some kind of medical emergency? Why did he do it? What I mean, was going that- on? And why did he execute it in the way that he did? It's who knows. I just think, it, I mean, when I read that it was missing, I'm like, is it still in the air? Right. It had. And how long does Where's it take it, it runs out of gas? Does it have bombs on board? Right. <laughs> I was thinking all these things. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, so they found it. It's just a couple hours, I guess, northeast of the base. So that's good. So you know, a lot of unanswered questions, but 
They'll figure it out. Investigation is ongoing. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.